Where bullfrogs and lizards come along and see Where bullfrogs and lizards will swim or climb a tree Where bullfrogs and lizards, there's so much to explore Where bullfrogs and lizards, come with us, there's more Saturdays at home Lucy liked Saturday mornings. There were jobs to do, and they couldn't be dodged. But it was being at home that she liked. And while she worked, sweeping and dusting and tidying her room, she could hear Dad singing quietly to himself as he worked in the kitchen, cooking special food for the weekend. There were lots of things to do around the farm. It was not big as farms go, but very interesting. There were the hens and the ducks and the turkeys to feed. It was fun to make a call and see them all come running to pick up the grains and scraps scattered around, and interesting to watch one bird chasing another to rob it of the piece it had just picked up and was trying to swallow as it ran. It was nice, too, to watch the ducks swimming about on the little dam not far from the house and to see their heads disappear as they reached for some unseen food under the water. There was a wonderful day also when they saw a splendid bird swimming with them, a large black bird with a very long neck. They ran to tell their dad, who was working in a shed nearby, and he told them it was a black swan, and he wondered why it had come there and thought it might be having a rest in the middle of a long journey. They liked the turkeys rather less than the other birds because they were so big and noisy, and the old turkey, Gobbler, looked so terrifying when he ran straight at you, as though he wanted to chase you over the horizon. Often on a Saturday, Mum would give them a basket each and ask them to see who could find the most eggs. Because the birds ran about freely, they made nests in all sorts of places, and it was great fun poking into dark corners to see what you could find. Sometimes you would find a nest full of nice, fresh eggs. But once, Larry got a very great surprise, and a fright, because he found a full nest. But there, right beside it, was a huge goanna with an egg in its mouth. He dropped the egg and hissed at Larry and moved his long tail. He screamed for help. Lucy and Dad came running, and the big goanna ran away quickly with his long legs and climbed up a tree. When the eggs were gathered, Mum looked them over very carefully, and any that were rather dirty and old were put in a bucket of water to see if they would float. And if they did, they were thrown away as bad. Dad and Lucy well remembered the day when they were cooking cakes, and Dad broke an egg that exploded like a bomb and filled the kitchen with a terrible smell, so that they had to run outside and not come back for some time. And then they found that the cakes in the oven were very overcooked. In fact, burnt. Larry didn't mind. He liked cakes a bit overcooked, and he got a lot extra that day. One day, Mum called them to look at an old dead tree and pointed to where there was a big hole part of the way up. They couldn't see anything special about it, except that a lot of flies seemed to be going in and out. Mum pointed out they weren't flies, but bees, and that they were making and storing honey inside the tree. She warned Larry and Lucy not to interfere with them, and said that someday they might get some honey from the tree. Lucy thought a lot about it, and how nice the honey would be, and she wanted to have a closer look, but she didn't want to be stung by the bees. One Saturday morning, she went down to the tree and watched the bees coming and going. 
Thinking about the honey made her more and more anxious to see it, but she dared not climb up and look inside the hole. Then she saw a long, thin branch lying on the ground with a curved piece at the top, and she had a bright idea. Or what she thought was a bright idea. She took the branch and held it up to see how long it was. It would reach the hole. Although she found it hard to keep it still, if only she could poke it inside, it might dip into the honey. After several tries, and when her arms were beginning to ache, it did go in. But all that happened was that a lot of bees flew out and straight towards her. She dropped the branch very quickly and ran for home, with the bees buzzing round her, and one of them stung her on her face, and it really hurt. Then she saw the dam and knew it wasn't deep, so she jumped right in and put her head under the water. Just in time, because she had two stings now. She had to put her head up to breathe, but put it down again quickly, as the bees were still there. After a while, they left, and she slipped and sloshed out onto the bank and went dripping and stumbling to the house. Dad, look at Lucy, said Larry, and Dad looked. She was such a funny figure that he wanted to laugh, but kept his face straight. How did this happen? he asked. Lucy's muddy lips opened a bit sideways, as one of the stings was near her mouth and had swollen. Well, you see, she said, I kind of slipped into the dam. Oh, said Dad. And did slipping into the dam swell up your face and close one of your eyes? Well, you see, said Lucy, rather unwillingly, some bees chased me. Why? said Dad. I don't quite know, said Lucy, except that I was by their tree. And of course, said Dad, you just said good morning to them, I suppose. Then, bit by bit, the whole story was told, and Lucy was washed and dressed in dry clothes, and Mum came in and heard and looked very serious. She reminded Lucy that she'd been warned and said that if Lucy hadn't had those bad stings, she might have had some punishment, but the bees seemed to have done that themselves. Lucy said she was sorry, and Mum told both children that bees seriously attacked people that interfered with them. Lucy somehow felt that perhaps honey wasn't quite so interesting as she had thought, and decided that she wouldn't have anything more to do with bees. And do you blame her? Mm. 